You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features unedited audio from a Q&A panel with AJ Machalka at Beach CityCon 2017. AJ, how are you doing this morning? Good, how are Good. you? Good. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, hey, I have a microphone here. Yay. This um, is really cool because this is the first ever Steven Universe fan convention, yeah, yeah. like based around the show, which mm-hmm. to me is really exciting. So <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, we're, we're so excited to have you, and like honestly, so excited for all you guys. Thank you so much. We obviously would not be here without you, especially like people who backed the Kickstarter. You guys are literally the reason this is happening. Um, so thank you so much. Um, so. Anyway, uh, AJ, as we all know, voices Devani, um, but also a very prolific uh, singer and actor otherwise, because uh, you, you were uh, filming the Goldbergs yesterday or this week? Uh, I have been filming the Goldbergs, yeah, season okay. five. Uh, yesterday I was actually in the studio working on the new record with my sister. Oh. So um, my sister and I have a new single out, and we just released music for the first time in 10 years, and um, our EP's coming out really soon we're about to announce that date and uh we're still working on a full record which will release next year so i literally went from being in the studio to getting on a red eye coming to here yeah and then the goldbergs were filming season five now Okay, um, and there, it's, it's airing right now too so is it like the second half of the season that you guys are filming um we're always usually like five episodes behind okay. so we're or ahead i should say so we're shooting like Right now, they're on episode like seven or eight, and they're, they've just aired like three. Okay, so gotcha. we're always a little ahead. Um, with uh, with you and your sister, are you guys still going by Allie and AJ, or did you change your name? Um, we're actually going by Allie and AJ again. Okay. Um, okay. So we went through kind of a period of time where I think because we took such a long break with music that Allie and I felt like maybe there's a way to reinvent ourselves. Does that mean changing our band name and figuring out who we are as adult artists? And we released a song under another name, um, this band 78 Violet, that Allie and I went by for a little bit. Um, and it was a really cool song, and, and I, I love that part of our music career because it, I definitely feel like it kind of ignited this new um, chapter in writing again. But it didn't really feel like us. We were kind of like, why are we not just going by our names? <laughs> Allie and is who we are, and we've been doing this for a really long time, but it doesn't mean we should be ashamed of, of being musicians when we were really young, so why not just stick with that name when it's who we are? So we just decided to go back to our roots, and, and um, everyone's been really supportive of it, and it just felt right. So yeah. we're back to Ali and AJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing progression of leaving that name and then coming back to it. And um, you, Holly, uh, your uh, friend who's here helping you, she mentioned that you were recently recording some new Steven Universe episodes. Yes. This is true. And I know you can't tell us like big secrets or anything about it, but um, is there anything you can tell us? Um, you know, it's one of those things with Steven Universe where we can barely give anything away, mm-hmm. and it drives me insane. Um, but I can tell you that there's an episode coming up with Stevani um, that has really never been done before in the Steven Universe world. So something's about to happen that has not ever happened before. So that's, I, I know that's extremely vague, but at least it gives you kind of an idea of, of something that's going to happen that's extremely original and never been done. Yeah, and, and, and this is um, as a warning. If you guys ask a question that can't be answered, I do have a fun, canned response. Um, and I, I, I'm copying, uh, gosh, the, the I can never remember his name, the gentleman who, who moderates the Steven Universe panels at San Diego Comic-Con. It's like, they, oh. uh, he gives a canned response uh, when people ask questions that, the, you know, that they can't answer. Yes. So, um, and usually I'd be like, well, let's throw it to Rebecca Sugar, but she's not here. So I have to play like the person that says, I can't answer that, which sucks because I want to. I want to say so. <laughs> but yes, there's going to be quite a bit of Stevani coming up season oh, five. Oh, yay, yay, yeah. yay. Now if we could only know when they're releasing the episodes. I know, like, <laughs> I know. Cartoon Network drives me crazy. Um, so <clears throat> at this point, like, and, and I, you know, I can definitely keep the conversation flowing otherwise, but if anybody has uh, questions, um, unfortunately we're, we are still working on getting mics set up. So eventually we will have mics for you guys in the audience to ask questions. Do we have them? Oh, we have one. It's around the back. Is it back there? Uh, we can kind of go around the side with it. 
Okay. Um, so if you have a question, um, you know, if you can use, if you can get up and go around to the back and use the mic, you can line up back there if you want. Um, I mean, there's not so many people in here. I don't think we're going to have a huge line or anything, but it would be best if you could use the mic. Um, that way everybody could hear you. Um, so if anybody has any questions and wants to go up around back there, that is where to ask them. Um, nobody yet? Yeah, yeah. Please, please ask yeah. questions because if don't you guys, if you guys don't, you're just gonna have to listen to me for a while, and hopefully that mic will will work, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or if not, just speak loudly. But this is an intimate room, so yes, feel free yes, to shout. yeah. <laughs> oh, good. We actually have people asking questions. Yeah. Um, so with uh, with the most recent recording, um, did you guys? Uh, how is it like going in there? Do you guys get to do you? And I obviously, well, you know, if I could talk, recording is different from you know being on you know like filming right. a live action show. Um, do you guys like hang out while you're in there? Do you? Is it just kind of if you're in the room and recording together, you're together and that's it? Or um, no, there's definitely. I mean, we, you know, when you're recording an episode, there's not like a ton of time for the in-between camaraderie that you get to have on set. When you're shooting a live action show, of course, they're setting up, you know, different shots and, you know, reversing camera angles. And so there's time to kind of sit back and hang out with the cast. And that's kind of what I'm able to do on the Goldbergs. And I'm really close to those guys. I, the Steven Universe cast, I adore. And we all get to record together a lot of times. So they'll usually put like five or six of us in a room and we'll kind of be in like a semi-circle. Um, and they'll assign us each a mic. And then from there, we'll play out the scenes together like it's a live action show. But because the show moves so quickly and there's no camera involved, there's really not time for in between like hang. So unfortunately with voiceover, it's so quick. You're like, you're in and out. Like you've recorded an episode in an hour and then you're done. And then you say goodbye and you might not see them again for you know weeks. Mm -hmm. um, whereas TV, it's just like you're with each other every day. So with Steven Universe, it's kind of like, I don't get to see those people all the time because also our voiceover sessions aren't always scheduled together. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm in alone. Um, which is fine, but I love it when we're all in as a group. So, like when I recorded my first episode, um, Alone Together, um, that was really neat because I was able to be with the whole cast, and Estelle and I actually got to sing together in that room. So it wasn't like we came in at different moments and recorded our parts. We actually sang the oh, duet awesome. like, as one entity, um, which is really neat. So <laughs> it was fun. It was really cool. All right. Uh, questions, guys? Hey there. Um, Hi. Oh, is it so not on? Hello? Yeah, there we go. Yay. So, um, you've been a career musician for a while. How was doing the music for Steven Universe and working with the music team different from your experience with Ali and AJ and other projects? Um, that's a good question. I think for my own music, it's, it's always been a really intimate experience because it's always been written from the ground up by my sister and I. Um, and we'll collaborate with some people every now and then, but a lot of the material just comes from us. Um, so I love having kind of my, my finger on the pulse at all times creating. Um, when it comes to Steven Universe, it's Rebecca's creation, which I love. Um, you know, I've never enjoyed singing someone else's song so much. I'm so close to singing my own material, and I truly love her songwriting. Um, I, I think her, her style and, and, and just the way she um, phrases certain things and, and even her tone as a singer is really interesting. And I, I, I love being able to voice her work because as an artist, I don't really get to do that. I'm, I'm constantly doing my own project. So... I love it. Um, it's very different, and I love the songs she's written. So I, I'm really able to work with a, a, an incredible artist. Thank you. Yeah. Um, hi. hi. Um, do you know if there's going to be any new um, songs with Stevani coming up? Yes, there is actually a Stevani Connie song coming up. Um, yeah, so I hope that was okay to give away, and that's all I can say, and Cartoon Network's not here. <laughs> but don't spread that word too deeply. <laughs> so yeah, you'll hear a new song pretty soon. Hi. Hi. Um, do you know if there's going to be any new songs with Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, I love it because one of my best friends is a male. And so I feel like if we merged together, we would create something as incredible as Stevani. And I truly feel like the 
foundation of friendship is so important in this show. And I think Steven and Connie merging together really kind of says it all. I'm sure all of us have that one friend that we would love to fuse with. Um, and it's really neat. I mean, for me, um, my voice is a bit androgynous in some ways. And so I think I'm not, I don't really have to alter how I sound. I, I pretty much sound this way for Stevani, as you guys know from hearing it. Um, so I'm kind of able to just take what I hear from Zach and what I hear from Grace, who play Steven and Connie, and I take their laughs, I take their you know mannerisms and just kind of their intonation, and I make it my own thing. And from there, I try to combine the two as, as best as I can, and hopefully I've done a good job at that. But it's, it's really been challenging as a voice actor, and it's my first job as a voice actor I've ever done. So it's been a really neat challenge to kind of play the merging of two different people and two different sexes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hi. Uh, <laughs> How are you? Um, out of all the episodes that have aired with Savani so far, which has been your favorite to voice? Um, probably Beach City Drift. I love that episode, and I think there's just something about it—just the empowerment of her, you know, racing that car. It's like she finally gets her moment to shine, and I just feel like she's she's kind of able to just express herself in a really cool way in that episode. And there was something about working with the, the cars and, and, and the noises of the tires and the screeching and seeing like the animation before I was able to actually record it, just the animatic, was really neat because I feel like I felt the energy of being in a drag race. And I don't know what that's like, but I feel like that episode brought me into it in a really cool way. And I think that episode's probably one of the most visceral ones that, that Stevani's in just because it's so, just tangible, those vehicles just feel real, and the sound and, and the look of them. And uh, yeah, I'd say that's probably one of my, that's probably my favorite Stevani episode. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Uh, so I'm kind of curious about the casting process for this, because something like, all right, we're looking for a voice actor whose voice is kind of halfway between these two children, this kind of <laughs> thing. So I'm kind of curious, how did that go? Um, that's a really good question. It came about in a really random way. Um, they actually couldn't find the role for a really long time, and, and I think it's because of that. It was like finding someone that can play Steven and Connie and figure out how to mesh it into one. Um, I actually came in for the casting director because I had started doing voice auditions. It was something I was really passionate about, and um, the casting director brought me in for something that was totally unrelated to Steven Universe. And after my audition, she was like, hey, I really think you know, the, the tone of your voice is right for something else I'm casting. Um, I work on a show called Steven Universe, and we're really trying to find this character that's a fusion between these two roles. And she was like, I can't really give you too much information, but I would love you to just record a couple lines and just see how it goes. And I did, and they brought me back in for Rebecca, and I ended up booking the job. But it was really one of those things that was kind of accidental through another audition that I just slipped in for. So it was really a cool process and kind of accidental. That's great. Thank you. So yeah. Hello. Hi. Um, you said that you have a real passion for voice acting now that you're doing that. But you started out as a musician. Uh, I have a, a like a couple of questions that you can put together. Yeah. Um, first of all, would you consider your? Do you consider yourself more of a musician or more as an actress? And would you say that now that you've discovered voice acting, that has kind of taken over that? And and how do those two things tie together for you? Um, you know, it's interesting because they both bring so much joy. Like I, I really get. Um, a gratification from both that is really hard to explain. I think with music, it, it's it's instant. You know, when, when I'm touring with my sister or I'm playing a live show, it's like that instant gratification you get from the audience. There's nothing like it. Being, you know, on a film set or in a recording studio, you don't really get that, even though it's fun and, and you're working on something that no one's seen or heard yet. That's the exciting part, but you're not getting that live thrill that you get from performing. Um, so I do really consider myself both, and I love both. Um, music is probably the first love, just because it does involve my sister, and we're so close, and we've been writing music for so long that I feel like the creation of a song is probably the coolest thing that I can contribute to the art space. Um, but in regards to voice acting, um, I, I love it. I, I, I think for me, I, I love 
mics. It sounds really silly, but ever since I was little, I grew up like pretending things were mics. And like even this, like my sister is different. Like she'd be back here. Like I'm just like, there's a mic here. I want to talk. <laughs> and. So. Yeah, there you go. And even the way you're holding it, like you're even kind of wrapping the cord around a certain way. Like, totally, no, it's true. Like, it's interesting. And so for me, like, I, I love it. And I think being that I'm so comfortable singing, it's brought me to a really comfortable place voice acting because I'm so used to dynamics of a mic and, you know, whether you get really close and intimate or whether you get far away. And um, for me, I think the two have really blended together in a really cool way. And, and I'm actually, I'm working on a, on a new cartoon that my second cartoon that I've ever done um, and I'm able to go in and and work on a really cool character that's totally different from Stevani it, it's a show that hasn't been announced yet but um, it's a really neat role for me because I'm actually able to be like really aggressive and in your face and like I feel like Stevani is really sweet but super confident so they both have these similarities but they're also both very different and I'm able to really play with the mic in that way so it's cool that's awesome. <laughs> thanks yeah Hi. Um, I have two questions. The last one's really quick. It's okay. Um, We've got plenty of time. So. Yeah, ask away. <laughs> when you were like filming for Mindful Education, um, like, and here comes a thought. It sounded like you had a lot of emotion in it. Did like that connect to you anyway, personally? I think so. Yeah. I I, I think the whole thing of like. Connie feeling like she made a mistake, or or you know bullied someone in a situation or just felt horrible. I, I understand that. I mean, for me, it's like you can come across a certain way and not mean for it to be that way, but then someone took it in a way that was negative and you're like, I want to fix this. I want to erase it. And I just feel like that song is a really interesting statement and a great lesson um, just to be mindful about how you treat people. And um, I, I just feel like for me, that song, in a way, felt like a song that I had written because it, when I was singing it, I, I truly felt an emotional connection to it. And I think that's what Rebecca brings to songwriting is that it's it's really um, personal. And so singing that song for me with Estelle was was really cool. And, and, and already coming from an episode like Alone Together where you know, it was the first time we ever saw Stevani and then doing something like Mindful Education where I'm able to sing. I didn't even know my character was gonna sing. So it was a really neat introduction to, to Stevani singing. And my other thing is, can you say, it's Stevani, I am not your baby? <laughs> totally. Okay. It's Stevani, I am not your baby. Oh, that's so hard. I, the, the, the one that comes to mind is probably the, the first time I discover what I just did with Steven and Connie. So it would probably be alone together when she's washed up on the beach and she's like looking at her feet for the first time and like her eyes are blinking and she's like becoming like this form that she didn't know she could even take on. Um, so for me, it's, I'm a fusion. <laughs> that to me is like my favorite because it's just the best discovery. It's like little did Stevani know that this would happen. Yeah, it's so weird hearing you like say these lines that I've like heard you know several times because totally. I've watched the show several times and it's like I I see you in person and it's yeah. like a different you know and you sound different and then you say her lines and it's like oh my gosh it's <laughs> I know it's so weird. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I have a question. Okay, what is your favorite episode that you've seen? Oh, you've favorite seen. episode that I've seen. That's really hard. Um, oh gosh. I mean, I love anything with Lars. And I love <laughs> Lars and Sadie's relationship. I just think they're an adorable duo. Um, I think they could have their own spinoff and it would work. Um, I also love Onion, so probably, probably Onion Gang, even though it's like super weird and bizarre. I think that episode is really cute, and I just think Onion is like the most original little character on television. Like, just bizarre. What is he? I mean, we kind of know, but we don't. Um, so probably Onion Gang, if I had to choose, just because I love him. Um, 
But that's a really hard one. I have one that I know is going to be my favorite that's coming up that hasn't aired yet, and I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Ooh. I know, I'm sorry. I'm totally going to like tweet at you as soon as the episodes have aired to be like, yeah. okay, so is which one, one was it? Is it this one? <laughs> I know it's a really simple question, but what's your favorite character and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I would have to say Pearl. I just... I just love how motherly she is. She's just kind and and strong and powerful and you know, obviously like a little naive to earth and and definitely she definitely has a groundedness to her that I love, but you can totally tell she's from another dimension and it's like her being around people that are from earth, it's like, whoa, this girl does not really fit in. This woman just is on another level. But that's what I love about her. There's just something about her that is so um just kind and sweet, and she kind of reminds me of my mom. She's just caring, and, and I just think that character's really endearing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I have a question uh, about when you first became Savani. Um, when you first got the role, how long did it take you to kind of adapt to it and figure out both characters that you were playing and, like, you know, listen to Connie's character and Steven's character and, like, mesh it together and be Steven and Connie? It definitely took some time. Um, the, the thing with voice work is that you don't really, there's no pre-productions in, in the sense that like you don't really have rehearsal time to go in there and practice. So I just kind of would figure it out on my own once I got the first script. And I knew that I was secure enough in what I had done in the audition that I was able to bring what I had done in the room to the job since I got it. So for me, it was a matter of really listening to Zach and Grace and that first episode that I recorded, I actually stood in between them and really just listened to like their laughter. Because to me, the laughter is really important and really specific, especially with Steven. And so to get like his giggle and her giggle and kind of combine them into something that was my own thing, but also really a combination of the two was my main focus. Um, so I just took my time with that first episode and Rebecca let me play around and Grace and Zach were super cool about it. And we just kind of had fun and I, I eventually found my stride and just kind of continued with it. Thank you. Yeah. What, what's been the uh, most surprising or unexpected thing about being a voice actor and being out in the Steven Universe? Um, well, it's not necessarily surprising because I know it exists, but the coolest thing is honestly seeing the cosplay. Like for me, I had never been to like a convention before Steven Universe. And I feel like Cartoon Network like opened up like Comic-Con for me and like things like this where I'm able to see people dress up as the characters. Whereas I would never see that. Like, you know, being on the Goldbergs, there is no convention space for that show. You wouldn't really dress up as anyone unless you just looked 80s. But for <laughs> Steven Universe, you're able to really see how people interpret the characters. And I love that. That's been the coolest part about voice work is the excitement of cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> like this. I love it. <laughs> you look great. Thanks. I was just wondering, which side of Stevani do you think you relate more to, Stephen or Connie? Um. Oh, that's really hard. Probably Stephen. Um. I just feel like with his excitement for life and his adventure um, driven heart, I just feel like it's more me than, than Connie is. I think they definitely both are a piece of me and I'm a piece of them at this point, especially playing Stevani. But I think Steven probably rings the most true to who I am. Um, I can't say I was raised by three women, but I can say that I was raised by a woman with a lot of love to give, and I feel like that's what Stephen has had, and which is amazing. Um, I think his relationship with his dad is also something that I can relate to. Um, so in a lot of ways, I feel like Stephen has probably been the closest I can say I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have a few questions. Mm -hmm. What's your opinion on Rose Quartz? Ooh. <laughs> Opinion. Interesting. <laughs> the hard-hitting question. I'm not sure if I can even answer that. Um, totally opinionated. <laughs> I'm totally opinionated. Yes, Steven Universe fans are very opinionated. Uh-huh. I'm a little scared to answer. <laughs> um, you know, it's been hard for me because I know Steven had an issue with, with 
finding out what Rose Quartz had done in the past. And I think that there's a feeling of betrayal there a little bit. And so the relationship with Rose Quartz is, is a little bit, for me, wishy-washy because I, I really want to love Rose Quartz, but I also know that there's been some pain there between Rose and Steven. How do you feel about Rose Quartz? I mean, that's really a hard one for me to answer. For me, every time I see her, I cry because I think that she did not kill white, no, pink diamond. Pink diamond, yeah. Because her sword was not meant for Shadron, so I was just like, oh, um, this is not right. Right. So, also makes you sad because you feel like she was falsely accused because you're like, this was not meant to kill Pink Diamond. Just, upset about it. I know. <laughs> it's a tough one. Oh, yeah. Crossover. How do you think Erica and Jeff are going to go together? Oh. <laughs> um, well, it's working so far. I mean, they're, they're, they're a couple. It's kind of like the Barry and Lainey, but not quite as bizarre. I think our pairing was like really unexpected. Um, but I love Jeff and Erica together. I mean, I think it's a really sweet match. Um, it's gonna get a little tricky with college, and so it gets a little messy for sure. Um, and Lainey's off to college now, as you probably know, so my relationship with Barry is really on the rocks. But Jeff and Erica are actually in a good place. And one more question. Do you know if do you get the script when you get there and you have no idea what goes on, or do you know before time? Um, I don't know much in advance, but I know like the week before. So I'll be able to read everything through, whether it's the Goldbergs, I'll have the script a couple weeks before because we'll go in and do a table read, which is where the whole cast sits together in front of the producers and Sony and ABC and we read the episode out loud, which is kind of cool because it feels like voice work, like you're all on a table together, like voicing your dialogue. Um, so I'll have a couple weeks with that before we start shooting. But for Steven, it's usually the week before, if not a few days before. And it's literally just like a huge scroll that I'll get on my computer of all the animatics. And I'll just see like a little bit of dialogue below. And then I'll get the full script when I come in. So I don't have a lot of prep time with Steven. Thank you. Yeah. I imagine that they try to keep it uh, on the down low as much as possible. Yeah. Like, just knowing what I know from you know the Comic Con panels and everything, and, and also how uh, kind of surprising it is to find out that we're actually getting new episodes. I, I, I feel like they they definitely keep things under wraps, like very tightly, more tightly than honestly most other you know big spoilery shows I that agree. I watch. So totally which good for good for them that they're able to do that. They are, <laughs> and you're right. They almost even do it with their cast. Like it's that. Although if Cartoon Network could stop like inadvertently putting the episodes on their website. I know. <laughs> um, I know. Like, I know. I actually think... I, You're I, like, these are leaks. Yeah. Well, and I actually do think that they, there were, they were legitimate leaks, but um, as, as press, I can tell you guys that they've changed how they handle their, their uh, uh, what do you call them, screener episodes. So I think that they are doing their best to prevent the leaks from happening. So the availability of those is probably not going to be what it used to be. <laughs> um, did we have any additional, any more questions? Yes. Um, obviously, it's, it's, it's Rebecca's game, but then you become an expert on Stevani. Does it ever get to the point that like, you come to a line and you say, would I really be saying this? Is this, is this really me as a Stevani? There's a creative uh, discussion as a result. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I don't feel like I've, I don't feel like I've come across something that really truly didn't feel like Stevani where I had to voice it to Rebecca. However, if, if that were to happen, I, I'm at a place where I'd feel really comfortable saying that. And she is so great to work with and really flexible and, and not married to her work as much as it's hers and she's dedicated to it. She really does let us play. Um, so I would feel comfortable, but I have actually yet to find a line where I'm like, this doesn't feel like her. Cause I think Rebecca is so used to writing for these characters now that it's like clockwork. However, sometimes with some of the singing, I might talk to her about like a way to interpret a certain line when I'm singing it. Like, is it okay if I kind of give it this twist? Because when I hear her demo, she has such a different voice than me that sometimes I ask her if it's like okay if I can give it my own little edge in some ways, and she's always really cool about that. Thank you. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm curious as to if you are familiar with the TV show Gravity Falls. 
Oh, I've heard of it, but I don't know it. Okay, that's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was like such a, everyone was like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> oh, I don't, yeah, sorry. No, I'm okay. pointless in that one. No, that's fine. <laughs> Gravity Falls is very good, though. I Do I, should say. I get into it? Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, the show, I should. The show is already over, and it's, um, it's, it's very short, like a two, three seasons, two seasons, yeah. Um, really? Yeah, it's, it's a Disney Channel show, and it aired years ago. Um, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's it's very. It's and so very they good. brought it back as a reboot, and then no, no. They it, they aired one season, and then I think it was a couple years before they aired the second season. Um, so it was it was a very odd you know airing schedule, but um, it's 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 a nice short, very. There there is some uh, weird stuff that goes on at the end, but the characters, um, Mabel is one of the main characters, and she's very Stephen like. I feel so. Cute. Yeah. Cool. Okay, that's my next show, Gravity Falls. Thanks, guys. That's the guy question. Hi. Hi. Um, my question is, do you think that Stephen and Connie work better as a friendship or as a romantic relationship? <laughs> wow. That's a really, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, can they be both? I think so. I mean, to me, I feel like the, the best romantic relationships stem from an amazing friendship. So... I kind of feel like they have the potential to be something really special and long-term. However, I favor them as friends only because I know where they both have come from and what they've both been through, and I think that their bond, especially when they fuse into Stevani, is so special that I feel like only friends could really do that. So I think to maximize like the best parts of themselves, the friendship is probably the smartest way to go. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah. Again. Hi again. <laughs> we have the same sweatshirt. <laughs> I do like that sweatshirt. Would Stevani be good at baseball? Oh, I think so. <laughs> totally. I feel like she's such an athlete. I feel like she's going to be good at pretty much anything she anything. puts in mind. So. Anything. I don't know why I specifically see her surfing. Like that, that needs yeah. to happen at some point. I see it. Yeah, I can totally see it. Like with her little beach shorts and the long hair and like, I don't know, I can just see her on a longboard just killing it. But baseball, yes. Thank you. Yeah. So Sotorani is supposed to be like uh, Rebecca Sugar's coming of age and how you suddenly have to deal with all this uh, new responsibility, all these changes and how people perceive you and how people treat you. What are the difficulties that comes with having to act for that part? Um, and has it provided you with any insight into your daily life? Wow. <laughs> it's getting heavy. I like it. Um, you know, for me, I, I, yeah, it has. Because there's something about the show that is so inclusive. You know, that's what I love about it. And, and I feel like Rebecca has really... Um, she's really started something that's beautiful on television that I feel like not a lot of people are, are, are voicing. I just feel like she's used her platform in a really cool way with these characters, especially someone like Stevani. I mean, I, I, you know, for me, it's like, I already feel like I was someone that loved everyone for who they were and, and, and cared deeply for people unconditionally, no matter like what background they came from or their sexual preference or what they're into. And especially growing up with friends in the industry um, who you know have been through a lot and, and, and who have experienced a lot, I just feel like there's no reason to not be inclusive. And I just feel like that's what this show brings. And so it's, it's kind of infiltrated my life always, but it, it was like that before. So I think Rebecca just reminds people to be caring and to, and to love one another unconditionally, which I think is the best message. <laughs> It's a, it's a really good question. It's, it's kind of like a Benjamin Button thing, right? Where it's like, one's aging, one's going backwards, one's going forwards. I mean, obviously Steven's not Benjamin Button, but to me, I look at that relationship and I remember that movie being heartbreaking because they couldn't stay together due to the age difference. And for me, I feel like, it sounds weird, but 
I think because they have such a strong bond and, and such an incredible friendship, that age gap won't ever matter. Like, I think, I think that bond will transcend time and age, and so it won't matter what happens when she gets older. Um, it might even become more of like a mom-son relationship in a way, which I think would also be an interesting spin. Um, so I don't, I don't think anything's gonna happen to their bond, but it is, it is an interesting thing to think about, and, and I kind of forget that that's on its way to happening, especially if the show continues. I honestly forgot about that until she just... Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's kind of heartbreaking, but, but I, don't, I don't think it'll change their friendship. Yeah. Well, and also, he's, he ages uh, slowly. I don't think he is not going to age at, at all. all. Um, right. So, and, and, and I think that that's something that we're still going to see explored on the show, you know, for a while. So. Totally. Uh, with you being a voice actress, an actress, and a musician, how busy is your schedule? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty busy. Um, the, the voice acting is 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 pretty in and out. I mean, it's like I'm told a week before, hey, you know, can you do Wednesday from 9 to 1 and come in and do two episodes with the cast? And it's like, oh yeah, I can do that, and then I hop in. Um, so voice work is really um, not crazy time consuming, and it, it does fit into my schedule really well. However, making a record and then being on a show is a whole different thing. And it's actually been kind of tricky lately because my sister went back to her show in Vancouver. She shows, shoots a show called Eye Zombie on the CW. And, and she is on that, plus we're trying to make a record in LA. So she's constantly flying between the two places trying to like, you know, finish a record with me. So like the other day, or yesterday, we were literally in the studio writing because she had time to come home. So we're like trying to write a song and then I gotta get on a plane. So it's, it's been a really, the schedule's tough, but I, I love it and I don't think I have to choose a career, which is great. I kind of am able to do it all. And, and why choose if you don't have to? So you just, you have to make it work and stay, stay uh, level-headed and try not to stress out and just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hi. I wanted to ask your thoughts on a theory that I was talking to my fiance about. If, since Lars is kind of a pseudo-gem right now, being revived and everything, do you think he has potential to fuse with Steven? And if so, what powers do you think they would have versus Stevani's? Wow. Oh, I thought his name would be something like Stars. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Um, I do think they have the potential to merge, um, especially in space. I mean, gosh, what their powers would be? I've never even thought about it. I mean, I, you know, I look at Steven's fusion as Stevani, but I think there is an opportunity for him to fuse with Lars. Um, you know, I think the character would be a lot more shy than Stevani is, um, and a little timid, but I think that they, I think with, with the knowledge and tenacity that Lars can have, I think that they would make a really good team, and I think that their, their power would probably come from really good brainstorming. I mean, that sounds really silly, but I feel like they're a good team as two guys together. They would come up with a really great I mean, I think it'd be a really good episode, but a power? Gosh, I don't even know how to answer that. I mean, what do you think it would be? Um, I think since, like, Lion and him have the portal, well, they right. reveal that Lars has a portal thing, but I think he would be able to, like, use the portal and, like, throw Steven's shield for, like, ricochet or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that would be cool. That was my idea. Oh, I love that. Okay. It's interesting. I like it. I can see them fusing. Now I, now I have to know if that's possible. Like, I need to know, too. I need to know, too. I like that you... Asking the hard hitting question. Hi. My mom had a question. Just want to walk up. Um, how was it like? Because you started like as a child actress. How is it like transitioning to an adult? Because like a lot of people when they start as child, they like kind of like hit rock bottom when they transition to an adult. <laughs> 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 I think you're doing amazing. Thank you. No, but it's true. There, there are. I think there are many cases where. You know, an actor or an actress started really young and then tried to grow up too fast or tried to phase out of a kid career too quickly and then kind of combusted. And I, I feel like you have to be really smart about the decisions you make in your career, but most importantly as a person. And I've had a really good team surrounding me since I was young. So I, I feel like between my mom and my dad and my sister, who I work with and who's also a close friend of mine, 
I've been able to really stay level-headed, and I feel like a lot of people who maybe don't have that same bond with their family is what spins them out of control. And and I, I do think it's about who you surround yourself with. I think that's, I think that's key. Um, but I feel like, I feel like I was able to, I hope at least, transition gracefully into a, an adult career. Um, in, in the sense that working on a show like The Goldbergs and, and you know, working on new music with my sister um, has, has kind of catapulted my career to another level, which is really neat. And I, I, I feel like it happened very naturally and instead of, you know, forcefully, which I think can usually go wrong. And that's when it gets destructive. Also, um, what is your favorite lesson Steven Universe has taught you? Um, that's really, that's good. Um, that's a hard one. I wouldn't know how to answer it. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. Because it's just such, it, it, it's such a precious show. I mean, I do, I just love it. And there's so many lessons to be learned in every episode. But for me, I think it's, I, I think, I think the power of feminism, which I already was behind before this show is really truly a really cool subject matter on this show being that it's three female leads that are kind of running the show along with Steven is really powerful and I, I feel like morally um, I think just the kindness that this show possesses is incredible I think these people they just they 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 love each other unconditionally and that to me has been the biggest thing about this show that's inspiring I mean, really, it sounds silly, and I can say it a million times over and over again, but I think the being so inclusive, that to me, that's the strongest part the show has to offer. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, gosh, I, I hope so. Do you have something to give me that I need to infiltrate into an episode? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know if I do. I, I'm sure Rebecca has heard things maybe been said between the actors and then might kind of it might spark an idea like for a line or something. But nothing I know of that actually informs like, oh, that's something I should add into an episode. Um, I would love to have that kind of power. I'm not sure if I do or don't. But um, but I would definitely feel comfortable with Rebecca telling her like a, an idea or or perhaps a song idea or even a storyline idea that maybe she would kind of take and run with. Yeah. You know, I think I feel really comfortable with that character now, so I kind of just, every episode I get, I just kind of ease into the dialogue in a way that's just really natural. I don't know if I do anything with her that's out of the ordinary, because I feel like I'm kind of used to like a set character that she's brought to the show that I, I don't really need to adjust too much. Um, but I do feel like there are moments where it's like, there might be something that I'm reading in the studio that's like, wanting to be said in a quiet way and I'm like I gotta try this in a big way and Rebecca will let me kind of have that freedom to change a line so if I see an exclamation point I might be like whoa I want to make this something else I want to make this really intimate so every now and then I'll change the way I say a line which I think can be interesting I hope that answered your question oh <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. you look so cute you know, I really want to say that um, you seem like such a beautiful soul in so many ways, so beautifully spoken, well spoken, but you seem so kind. That's so nice. Clearly, uh, adds to the show. She's someone my favorite character too. But. Thank you. Um, That's really sweet. I'm a Steven Universe fan because of her, but I'm really a theater geek. Um, do you think there's any chance Rebecca Sugar would write a musical? And if so, would you consider playing Sibylline? Oh my gosh, I would love to. Um, I, I know Rebecca's been asked. I, I'm actually not sure what her stance is on it. I, I feel like she'd be open to it. I mean, you know, gosh, I don't even know when she'd find the time to write a musical. Yeah. And, and it would take so many years, you know, just from a production standpoint to actually, like, make happen. 
but I feel like a live production of this show would be incredible. A little bit, no, nothing serious, more never on Broadway, never even really off Broadway. I mean, just some like workshops and things like that. I've never really, I've never done any theater now that I think about it really professionally. I would absolutely, I would. And, and I would absolutely be on board with the Steven Universe. Like live <laughs> theater production, awesome. a musical would be amazing. It would be. It would be so awesome. I wonder how they would do the makeup though. Yeah, thank you. That would be. I know. <laughs> like, especially if you, you know, people in here who cosplay, um, the the face paint and everything it is so. Um, it's so detailed, and it would be yeah. hard. Yeah. I mean, it's stage. it's like a, like Wicked with Elphaba. You know, she's one character in the whole show that they have to you know make her skin green, and I, you know it takes hours for them to do that every day. Uh, hours. So imagine so if it was a whole show of face-painted characters. That's a good point. Well, you might wear a skin suit that's colored. Maybe, And then they don't yeah. paint. I don't know. Now, now I'm going to have to, thinking. yeah. I'm going to start thinking You're thinking ways. too much. I have a question. And do you think if, like, Steven got poofed, would he come back as Rose or another version of Steven? Um... For some reason, my gut says he'd come back as Rose. I just feel like that makes more sense. Do you feel like he'd come back as another version of Steven? I think he would come back as another version of Rose because, or like just Rose. Yeah. Because in one of the episodes, Pearl tried to take this gem out, which Brian is like, oh, Yep. No. <laughs> You're right. But I'd rather, I don't know, I, because I, I can't speak for her, but I, I would say Rose. I mean, that's just what my gut says. <laughs> You're like, I, I'm into that. I back that. Thank you. Uh, hi again. Hi. So and another question I have is, does Devani have the ability to fuse with other people? For example, if Devani were to fuse with Amethyst or Lars, and what do you think their powers would be? Yeah, I, I'm not sure if she confused with someone else. I, I think Stevani, because, I mean, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, I'm sure it can happen, but I see Stevani as the fusion. I don't even see Stevani fusing into something else with Lars or Sadie or anyone else. For me, I feel like the power would be, I don't know why, but the first thing I think of is archery. Like, I can see that happening. <laughs> I just feel like... I, I, don't, I don't necessarily know what the power would entail. So many of these questions I'm like, I can't answer because they're not... <laughs> I feel like I'm like, I feel like you guys know these answers even better than I do. But I feel like, for me, Stevani's fusion, personally, kind of ends there. Stevani is the entity of Stephen and Connie, and that's kind of, that's the fusion. It ends there. I feel like um, it would maybe, like from, from a theoretical perspective, it would be possible for them to fuse with somebody else, but... Um, it, it would have to be it would have to be someone that Connie another gem who Connie has a very very close, close relationship, relationship with. with like yeah, that's why I don't really see my it. my first thought would be Pearl but then I don't even know if they are close enough in that like respect to be able to fuse um, just to let you guys know if you, the line um, after the people who are in line ask their questions there's not gonna be any more because we got to wrap up here in like 10 minutes or less so go ahead so, uh do you think Kevin will ever find out of Stevani the fusion with Steven? I think so. Yeah, I do. I think that'd be a really cool reveal. And I think that episode could take us into a whole other world. I mean, I think Kevin kind of needs to know. It hasn't been done yet, but I think it's a possibility. Thank you. I like your guys' ideas because I feel like you're almost writing your own. <laughs> you're almost like as you're asking questions, you're writing answers for yourselves. And I, I want Rebecca to like see all this. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, so what is your favorite song in Steven Universe? Um, I, I know it's going to sound ridiculous, but I really have to say here comes a thought. I just, I, not, not because I sing it, I just... There is something about that song I love, and I think I think the the musical duet between someone like Garnet and Stevani is really kind of an interesting duo that you wouldn't necessarily naturally see. Um, and there's just something about the 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 melodic flow I think of of that song is so beautiful. I I think I mean every time Rebecca plays it on her ukulele when we're at like a panel and she just starts singing it, I just think it's beautiful. I I think that song is gonna always be my favorite. Yeah. 
And I'm very close to him personally. <laughs> Seems to be everybody's favorite episode for Stevani right now, but going back to mindful education, um, Stevani's one of my favorite lines out of her for the whole, the whole episode is, all right, Stevani's got floating powers. I feel excited to discover that Stevani has sort of like new little Tricks and stuff, almost like a deck of cards. I do, I do, because it's like it's a reveal to me as well. Like I'm like, wow, there's something added that Stevani can do. Like I love that. I'm waiting for more of those moments, and you guys are actually going to see a couple of those moments come to play this season. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I first ever heard you when my younger sibling was like, listen to this music on repeat forever. Oh. <laughs> Not that you went bad, but that was my first experience. That's a lot. Repeat can be tough. <laughs> right. I'm not caught up in Steven Universe. I'm sorry. I'm working this convention. It's been like spoilers. No, no. It's a lot of spoilers. And I'm trying to be vague with answers, but, and it's not. Well, I mean, I walked in the room and it was getting really. Okay. Oh, you were like, I can't listen. <laughs> Headphones. Yeah. But my, my question is not terribly related to Steven Universe. And I. Okay. I wanted to know what it's been like going from the different production or the different channels, Disney, Cartoon Network, to, I don't know who to go first with. ABC. That's yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, here, CW. Which um, is Disney too, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Owned by Disney, so it's all kind of full you circle. Come, you come back. I know, isn't that weird? <laughs> um, I mean, all great, you know, massive empires. <laughs> I mean, really, if you think about it, Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, I mean, really, I've been really lucky working for great people. Um, and it has come full circle as an adult now that I'm working for Disney again. Um, I, I love it. I mean, they, I've been treated really well personally, and um, there's some really great perks, like going to Disneyland with your friends whenever you want, which is really cool. Um, and I love it, and I'll never take advantage of it, and it'll always be exciting. Um, but yeah, I just feel like I've been able to, to work for some really great companies, and, and, and companies that... Um, believe in sending out a really great message and also have an important platform and use that platform wisely, which I think is really great and, and responsible. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much for attending uh, Like what was basically the first panel of the weekend. Um, AJ will be in the Dominion for about an hour after this uh, for autographs, selfies. Um, and then, of course, there's photo ops later. Um, just look at the schedule for the phone because I'm off the top of my head. I have, do not have it memorized. But uh, if you did not pre-purchase a photo op, you can purchase them here uh, in the Dominion. So. Um, yeah, uh, next in this room is going to be uh, Gay Space Rocks with Grace Craft and Gay Breakfast. And uh, in the other room, the Lynn Haven, which is down there around the corner, there is a literary, like the literary, something of Steven Universe, sorry. I've got to look it up. The literary, I think it's just literally, yeah, the literary Steven Universe uh, is around the corner in Lynn Haven, and those both start at noon. So thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you.